0: What I don't understand is, okay, so I'm just going to say it, but from a porn standpoint, there's Xtube, which that clearly, we know what that is. And then there's Pornhub. We completely know what that is. Um, Why would you name a porn site Hamster? Like, I'm looking to adopt a cat, or maybe I'm looking for hamsters. That's like, to me, going to go completely sideways. I'm just saying that's something that I, I might have discovered this week. And now, a whole new way to watch radio.
1: This is the Dennis George Show. Here's your host, Dennis George.
0: And welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Uh, we have got a fantastic show for you. Um, in the house, Mitch is here. Hey,
2: Tell, are so, I'm, I'm beside myself right now, all right? So, I, I mean, have you never heard of, like, what happened to Richard Gere? The rumors about Richard Gere and the Hamsters?
0: No. I mean, I saw Officer and a Gentleman, which was a great movie, long time ago.
2: Oh. So, uh, th- there's a rumor going around that he likes to send gerbils up the... What? Hamsters. Yeah. Is
0: that how the website got its name?
2: I don't... I wasn't around when they decided what the name was. I was not a fly on the wall in that boardroom. And I wouldn't want to be a fly on the wall in that boardroom because it was probably sticky. Ew.
0: <laughs>
2: Speaking of what I don't understand, yeah. let's talk for a minute about where you're at.
0: No, we'll get to that in a minute. I. Uh, what did you do this week, Mitch? Um.
2: So I had a really interesting week. Somebody sent us a gift package for the inauguration and I wasn't expecting it. No one told me that it was arriving. Yeah. And so yesterday I get this Amazon package that I'm not aware. Okay. That's just a- vanished out of nowhere. Uh, <laughs> I'm not aware of what it was and I opened it up and it just says inauguration gift. And I'm like, okay, could someone crazy have sent me something? And this is like, you know, a booby trap.
0: You think you're on the anthrax target list?
2: I am. I am a big deal. A <laughs> tool. <Looks> <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord! So was it? Was it anything nefarious? No. Apparently, it was just an inauguration coin.
0: Oh, okay. You're holding it up there. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and
2: right. they're, they're really cool. They're really nice. They're really pretty. Um, yeah. but scared the hell out of me for a minute. <laughs> All right, was, you know, Sam is here. Sam, how are you? What
3: is up, people?
0: What's going on with you? What'd you do this week? What's going on? I would have been worried
3: it was a glitter bomb, first of all. Oh, um, good point. I actually just got back from the country. Country? Um, so yeah, so I have a friend that lives about an hour away from me, and I go out there, and I get spoiled, rotten, So I think it'll be easiest to go backwards in time of things that I had. So this morning I had a chocolate croissant, a cinnamon, like a cinnamon sticky bun with like pecans on it and bacon.
0: Were those out of the the can?
3: No, they were not out of a Pillsbury can. They were um, William Sonoma, I believe is where she uh, where she got those.
0: The people who make wine?
3: No, no, no. No, 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 no. Mostly oh. kitchen gadgets is what they usually make. Oh. Um, So that was just breakfast. Last night I had a veal chop, um, like a, all gratin potatoes, um, a wedge salad, and then charcuterie board. So I just get literally spoiled. It was amazing. And I wow. probably drank way too much wine.
0: Is it like a bed and breakfast in the country?
3: It's like a bed and breakfast, but it's like a Bed and spoil you rotten. You know, bre- bed that, and breakfast. You just get breakfast.
0: But there's not other guests. You're you're the number one guest, right? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was
3: great. It was a good time.
0: That sounds. It sounds like a fantastic time. It is. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Debbie's in the
4: house. Debbie, how are you? Hey, howdy, everybody. Sam, how I just want to know who this friend is and how I can get hooked up with this.
3: Seriously, <laughs> I think we can arrange this. I think it, I think it can be
0: done. You know what we should do? We should do the show from there is what we should do. You know, it would be fantastic. And then we can show, we give this person some props, but also we can show off the fantastic food you're talking about.
3: Oh my God. You walk in and like her whole buffet and table is just filled with stuff. Oh, is it all homemade? It's all homemade mostly.
0: Were you yeah. hanging out with Martha Stewart this weekend?
2: Kind, kind of. <laughs> it sounds like this woman's got Martha Stewart feet on oh, steroids. Wow. I mean, yeah. Uh,
0: Daddy G's in the house. How are you? I am doing splendid this week. How about yourself? Not too bad. Not too bad. Debbie, I didn't ask you, what did you do this week?
4: Well, I, it was a quiet week, but I had some friends over a couple friends over yesterday for brunch. And, yeah. uh, we may or may not have had a lot to drink yesterday. Oh, <laughs> it was a good time. We sat around, chatted. I hadn't caught up with them for a while. So it was just fantastic to uh, chillax. And we had brunch. So I did feed them at least. Um, now, was- when
0: you're drinking, Debbie, do you have to literally hide your phone from yourself so that you don't drunk text people? Or do you have self-control? Unlike some people here,
4: I <clears throat> I used to not have as much control when I would text yeah. a bunch of people, but I, uh, my, my texting has become a little more uh, limited and very purposeful these days, <laughs> even yeah. if it's just to share funny stuff. But I have a smaller group of people that I text with now. So it's okay. it's much better than it used to be. But yeah, I used to send some pretty, and it wasn't horrible, but just funny stuff. I would say, oh my gosh, you know, some random thought would pop into my head and I would text it off. So no, right. I do not have to hide my phone from myself.
2: Right, have you ever right. drunk texted the wrong person? No. Oh, I have. Oh, my. Oh. Right? Like, my mom and my boss, like, my boss's name, my old boss's name started with an M. And it was right next to mom in the phone. <laughs> Uh-oh. Nice. More than once. More than once. Did you I get don't... wrote up? No. I just had to give him a warning and be like, dude, you know, look, I-, I was drunk, and your name's right next to my mom in <laughs> the phone.
0: <laughs> uh, Denny
1: G, what'd you do this week? Uh, I played a lot of golf and uh, hung some cafe lights, which was easy. What the uh, hell is a cafe light? Say again? Right.
0: What the hell is a cafe light?
1: Uh, those are those lights that you typically see strung across uh, sidewalks and places where you eat. Those little lights. Oh, across- like, like the Edison like- bulb type things? Yeah. <laughs> okay. nice carnival light.
0: stringers, like carnival stringers. Yeah, but it's
1: cafe light. <laughs> <So will you laughs> look carnival them up? stringers? It does have a better <laughs> ring to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that stuff is installed an XM radio antenna. So I'm getting that all set up down here. And at your house? Uh, yeah.
0: So XM radio, you can put an antenna and then you can listen to it in your home.
1: Yes, but I'm doing it out on the patio, yes. Uh-huh. Interesting. Yeah, I got a roadie, an XM radio roadie. It was for one of my cars that I used to have in a car, but I no longer have it there. I, this car I bought subsequent to that already had it installed. So now that just sits somewhere and now it's down here. Yeah.
0: yeah. Hmm. yeah. I always
3: thought a roadie was a cocktail that you took on the road. That, <laughs> that is <laughs> it's
1: very true, it's very true, it's very true.
0: The roadie, Yeah, it's smart yeah. of XM to be marketing to that crowd. <laughs>
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they got Howard Stern, so they got a... Right. It's oh. a little roadie device. device has,
0: right. It's a roadie device. It has a cup holder attached to it.
1: Uh-huh, I think you probably, you probably could get those. Right. <laughs> uh-huh. <That'd laughs> what is weird. that company that makes those uh, mats and things like that? WeatherTech. WeatherTech. Yeah. Tech. Weather tech, yeah. Tech. yeah, yeah. Nah. I, I always thought WeatherTech should make a cup holder for a cup holder.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, they
2: got you a couple... Yes, that's good. All right. So I'm really afraid to ask this question, especially knowing where Dennis is right now. Dennis, what did you do this week? Well, you may notice that I'm in my basement
0: this morning because I'm repainting the studio. So I really love the color. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, the basement I did. sort I went with sort of a red kind of motif uh, Mm because I thought that would be pretty nice. But the studio I'm repainting. So uh, in red's a red red's a pretty popular color. So I'll be back in the studio next week, but this week I'm I'm in the basement. That's why. So the
2: repainted studio is it also going to have mirrors on the ceiling?
0: Well, I like that because if I if I fall in and I can't get up, I can at least see around the room.
4: It's to what end? I think it would be more important <laughs> oh, to have a life <laughs> alert or something. i know, say right. Get
2: <laughs> you a life alert. <laughs> You we might want to put a at. handrail
3: in or something.
2: Right. Start looking at a place for mom. Uh, okay.
0: <laughs> I think
3: no, that's over in that corner, right? in that like oh. little dungeon area.
0: Yeah, a little well, prison. Well, yeah. Well, if you ever want to see, if you all want to see what our backgrounds look like where we are, uh, you can always go to YouTube, Dennis George Show, and we put up all the shows on there. Hey, here's the other thing. I was really um, was really sort of thing. Okay, so I have a problem. Here's the problem. I don't <laughs> just know. Just one? One. <laughs> yeah. one. Just one. Just one. I don't, I, I, they don't, maybe your parents are supposed to do this. I'm not sure. But people don't tell you what you're supposed to know to go through life. Like there's stuff that's missing. Let me give you an example. Hard-boiled eggs. Okay, so I learned this week the proper way to peel a hard-boiled egg. Up until this point, I've just been simply... Cracking the shell and slowly peeling off one little piece of shell at a time, which, by the way, takes forever. But I had a friend of mine, Sam, who who told me, put crack the egg on the on the on the on the like the desk or the counter or whatever. And then if you roll it in your hands, the shell comes right off
1: or on the corner. Uh,
0: Okay, but I want to know why. Why weren't why at this point in my life am I just now finding this out? Like, how do people find this out earlier?
3: Ooh, ooh, ooh. Life lessons never get taught at the beginning. That's why it's a whole lifetime of lessons, life lessons. This is a life lesson.
1: You so, stick it on hard boiled eggs for a second. If you cook them for 13 minutes, boil them for 13 minutes, and then immediately have a bowl of ice cubes and water, take them out of that and put them into ice cubes and water. For another 15 minutes it'll make them a lot easier to peel i
0: do that i I cool them because i learned that
1: too also Uh from sam
0: i and and i learned that so i was doing that and then i've been you know because i eat a hard boiled egg almost every day i but only this week did i finally discover an easier way to actually get the shell off of there Um, there
1: are are, are also people that take uh, and put an egg in like a container that's a little bit bigger than the egg. And you just shake the egg. And by shaking the egg, it breaks all of the shells. Yeah. yeah. Take it out and peel it that way. Oh, They're different.
3: So I saw a really fancy video on Facebook the other day where this woman, she peeled off one end of it. Put a hole on the uh, and then she like, I off. don't remember exactly how she. did, And then she <laughs> blew, blew the, the freaking bad egg
0: bad right bad out of the, the shell. I was like, I was holy, like holy cow. cow. Wow. I'd love to try that.
2: So, it was a cool video. So another thing, like, you ever see those videos on Facebook that are, like, you know, 15 life hacks you need to know? Yeah. It's people who are spreading their knowledge of these life lessons that take, as Sam said, an entire lifetime to learn. So you can, like, skip, like, 50 years of your life and, like, learn the life hack right then and there. We
0: need to start a series that does those. Like, we we need we need to have a series of videos that goes through, like, the top 100 life hacks everyone needs to know. Debbie's laughing like I should know this stuff.
4: I am laughing, Dennis, because I feel like this is something we need to do for you. I mean, I love you dearly. I do. I love you dearly, but it cracks me up some of the things that you're like, "Did you know?" And I'm like, mm, "Yeah, I did. I did. Obviously, I mean, yes, I did." So I, I I'm fine with it. We could totally do that. I feel like it would be great for you, and I'm sure that there are some listeners out there that will probably have a few that they've never heard before.
1: So you think we may yeah. need to make a life hack about how to make salt water?
0: Okay, we're ending this conversation <laughs> right now. <laughs> so I blame I blame two people: my therapist and my parents. That's all I'm going to say. Just. <laughs> That's why I blame. Why do you or maybe a I'm therapist. Maybe I'm going to take this to my therapist. That's what it is. Okay, let's <laughs> say this isn't her fault. She's right, not your mommy. <laughs> hey, we've got a great show coming up for you right after the break. We're going to talk to our author Michael Dank. Uh, some people might say he's crazy. Some people might say he's an extremist. I say he's brilliant. Uh, stick around. We'll be right back. New way to watch radio. The
2: Dennis George Show continues after this.
4: The views expressed on Dennis George Show are not our own or anyone else's.
2: Listen at your own risk, and we cannot be held responsible for your ears burning, bleeding, or ringing, or the blurred eyesight.
4: Some things you will not be able to unhear or unsee, and for that, you are warned.
0: Not try anything we suggest or talk about at home, work, or in your car.
2: A reminder, there are no rules, and our show is intended for mature audience only. Or at a minimum,
4: Those over your states or country's legal age of consent. Any experiments, jobs, skills,
2: or sexual positions suggested and or recommended are for comedy purposes only and should not be tried without supervision. Or a
4: spotter. Safety word or phrase is recommended in advance of trying anything new. Any medical advice or comments that seem like medical advice should be reviewed
2: with your own doctor. Or
4: at least check it on
2: Google like we did. Thank Thank you you, and and good good luck.
0: Now back to our show. Here's Dennis George. Hi, welcome back to the show. Uh, on with us right now, we've got a special guest here. Micah Dank is in the house. Micah, how are you? Good. What
5: up? What's going on?
0: So you're you're this amazing author. Uh, you've got a series. Uh, and into the rabbit hole is the series. And then there's six books, three that have already been put out. I guess right. the, the first one was Beneath the Veil. And That's then correct. the second one was The Sacred Stones. Right. And the third one that just came out was The Secret Weapon. I, how do you, you know, I've read, I I would rather you tell us, um, these books are kind of on crack. I mean, tell tell us, tell us what these books are about.
5: Yeah. So basically um, it has to do a lot with astrotheology and hidden codes in the Bible. Like if you've seen, um, if you've seen any of Dan Brown's work, like The Da Vinci Code or Angels and Demons, it's very much like that, but it goes in a
2: different direction than that. These are I was going to say um, it sounds like a uh, Dan Brown meets uh, almost Dostoyevsky, actually.
5: Yeah, it is. It's it, it literally is. Yeah, the crazy Russian and Dan Brown perfectly. Actually, if you take Dan Brown's books and you throw in Neo from the Matrix instead of Robert Langdon, that's exactly where these books go. Because there's they talk about, a lot about conspiracies. They talk a lot about. Um, Things that are hidden from public knowledge, you know, it goes into a lot of that kind of stuff. Yeah, but and, it's still, um, but it but you've
0: written but you've written fiction, but but it's so re, like it. But it but it's not like it's it's all that sort of conspiracy stuff that we know is really there uh, that right. you kind of written into it. Um, I almost liken it to even Tom Clancy, who writes fiction, but he uses yeah. such facts
5: in his writing. Right, it, well, ni- 1984 was fiction, right? Right, right. right. Exactly. <laughs> right. So it's like the same, it's the same type deal, you know? The yeah. storylines are fiction. There's The yeah. storylines are fiction. And the reason I put it in fiction is because it's easier to get away with things if you write fiction than it is if you write nonfiction books. Like, if you write yeah. nonfiction books about conspiracies, they come after you, but they kind of leave you alone if it's in uh, fiction. I was going to say, have you heard from the CIA?
0: I'm just I'm just curious.
5: <laughs> or, or DARPA. Yeah, you know,
0: because... Because, and, oh, I guess you're right. You could say, "Hands off, buddy!" It was fiction. I was just joking.
5: Or the Vatican. Yeah, that's the Va- <laughs> Well, yeah, my first two books are about like declassifying information from the Vatican. There's stories about them, yeah. so it is a lot like Dan Brown stuff. Yeah, and
0: your protagonist, tell, tell us a little bit about him. Like He's had has some alcoholism. He's got a little bit of some problems. Yeah, so
5: he's this really brilliant kid, um, but he's like not a conspiracy theorist at all. But his best friend is uh, a Mensa kid. He's a couple years younger, and he's in Mensa, so he's this brilliant kid who's all into conspiracy theories. And he like drags him kicking and screaming into the rabbit hole. Like That's why I called it into the rabbit hole. So he drags him kicking and screaming into the world of conspiracies, this and that, and then they find out that there's one that's very real that they basically chase down and then I'm not going to really give anything away, but these books are crazy. Like you got to check the Amazon reviews out, man. People are like, you know, how, like an Amazon reviews, basically people leave online. They're like, great book. You know, I was taking a shit when I read it,
4: you yeah. know, and,
5: uh, or something like that to that effect. Right. Well, basically they're leaving like essays. They're leaving like books long. I noticed that. Yeah, yeah I noticed that right.
0: Pages of reviews. I'm like, wow. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So it's almost so let like, me ask you a question about the conspiracy theories, um, if I can. So yeah. in this day and age, um, when all, all these new theories come out, they, uh, a lot of them fall under the category of either fake news or conspiracy theories. And with right. what this country has been going through recently, a right. lot, a lot of people are tending to stay away from conspiracy theories because the radical fringes of our society have kind of taken them over. So, right, um, that's true. I, I kind of want to know your thoughts on, um, on, on that area and like how, how readers would um, still be drawn to your, to the series? Yeah.
5: So basically the conspiracy theories I talk about are all true. So, you know, I stay away from things like, I, I stay away from the hardcore ones, like Flat Earth, nine eleven. I don't touch those. I don't touch those at all. Cause I want no parts of that, but there are, there's other ones, you know, things that the government have done, things that the Vatican have done, you know, that, that basically I just write about throughout the series. So yeah, I basically, I tell the line very well. You know, it's um, when you read it, the main character is basically you ever read Catcher in the Rye, holding Caulfield, how it's a very like first person narrative, where it's literally like it's literally like you're figuring things out with him. That's kind of how I wrote this. It's very like, you know, you're going to figure things out. It's like a, it's like a Hardy Boys kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Do the do the books, because I haven't I haven't had a chance to read them. Do the books flow from book to book? like you're yes. continuing okay
5: yeah yeah it's it's one long elongated story but basically yeah. the hidden codes behind them the like the cryptograms and the anagrams like you'd found in the dan brown books they're all conspiracy th- i mean they're not all conspiracy theories they're all astro theology which is basically like the mythology of the zodiac mm-hmm. and basically there's a lot of the zodiac hidden in the bible
2: right.
5: um and basically, that's where that is. But then the storylines have a lot to do with conspiracy theories and things that are out there, like the like what the pyramids really were, or like what the Vatican has done with its time, things of that nature. How
0: how much? I mean, you you obviously have to get into what you're writing, and, and you know you've done ten years of more research into all of this, so that a lot of what you're saying, I want to say it's factually based. I mean, you you put a lot into yeah. this. How much of this do you believe? Like, where are you on the spectrum of what you're writing? I would think that,
5: like, are you crazy? Are you so- crazy? Are you crazy? Is really what I'm, I'm in. For. I'm completely. I'm completely nuts. Yeah. But basically, what I would say too is this: is that my fourth book that's about to drop in March. Yeah. I wrote in 2017, 2018 before Corona, and it's a story about a um, about a really powerful organization that um, basically manipulates a vaccine. And people, you ever, see bir- you ever see, vir- you ever see Bird Box? Sure. Yes. It's basically that. So basically they, they manipulate this vaccine so that in a couple of days, people end up taking their own life. So they yeah. have to get to the bottom of it. So that's, that's book four.
2: So wait, coronavirus is your fault.
5: Right. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've been looking for someone to put this on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's all my fault. right, although coronavirus has been amazing for me, though, because I'm just sitting at home selling books and I'm just basically doing interviews. Right. (laughs) So it's been great for writers.
2: I was going to ask you, you know, how much do uh, your readers have to buy into the conspiracy theories, but it actually um, sounds like you're you're not you're leading them to the labyrinth, but they have to walk through it themselves.
5: Exactly that's basically it is that I I hold your hand while you discover all this stuff for yourself you know um lots well, of thank lots God of because things. I'm a, I hate scary stuff and I'm gonna need someone to hold my hand through this stuff <laughs> <I'm just saying>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's basically um, that's that's basically it is I hold your hand and then you basically walk through this and you discover things for yourself. And then basically, I mean, like I said, just check the Amazon reviews. These aren't lunatics that are reading my stuff. I mean, some of them probably are, but right. like, um, you know, they're, th- these are well drawn out reviews. You know, I've got like a hundred for my first book. I got like 108 reviews and like,
2: like a hundred of them were five star.
0: Yeah. I saw yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. The reviews are, they're, they're very well worded. They're, um, they're very put together.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What is there is, you know, we talk about conspiracy theories and and the kind of the political climate of where we are right now today. Right. I mean, it's just it's just it's it's so polarized far left and far right. Um, Right. how, How
5: do how do your books survive in that kind of temperament? Because it's neither. The kind of conspiracy theories that I talk about are ones that no one knows about. Mm hmm. They're, they're ones that you're going to figure out it, what I tell people, what people tell me that they do is they read my book the first time. And it's only like, the, the books are only like 250 pages. They're not long, but they're so dense mm-hmm. that what people end up doing is they just go back with a highlighter and they highlight things and then they Google it. And they're like, holy crap, that's real. And then after you do that, like 15 or 20 times, you're like, all right, I'm just going to assume everything is real. So all that's right. basically how they go. Yeah. But these are, these are not uh, conspiracy theories that split the left or the right. You know, to be honest with you, my publicist told me when I first got this book deal, they told me they were like, um, do not get political because you're going to alienate your audience. And it's like Jordan said, Jordan was like Republicans buy Nikes, too. Why am I going to hate on them? Sure. You know? So so that's basically how I treat everything is I stay away from politics. I just stay on conspiracies that nobody knew about. Right. Um, but that are very shocking. They're, they're like these These books have a shock factor.
0: Yeah. Well, I could see that. And I, I, you know, I'm a little concerned after reading all the reviews. I'm a little concerned. Like sometimes when you when you see something, you can't unsee it. Uh, I'm a little concerned about what am I going to know that I don't want to know? Uh, yeah, that's kind of how, that's kinda how it's going to be. It's yeah. going to be. I, got, I sense that, like when you said, you kind of let people take the path and figure it out. Um, I'm a little nervous. I'm a little nervous about that. I got I, I'm not going to lie.
5: Well, I've got the digital copies of the first three. So when we get off, I'll email them to you so you guys can read them. OK, that'd be oh, great. Fantastic. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. So don't well, worry, I won't charge you guys for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. These are all
0: available for those listening on Amazon and it's easy to find. Um, all you got to do is put in search Micah Dank, M-I-C-H-A Dank, D-A-N-K. No,
5: M-I-C-A-H.
0: MIC. Right, right. right. You're right. Thank you. Uh, And I'll put the links also in our uh, in our on all our social media so people can.
5: And the other thing you guys can basically do is you go you can go to um, I'm not Amazon. I'm sorry. You can go to Facebook or Twitter and find me at Micah Dank. Okay, friend me, follow me and you can reach out to me. And if you guys want like digital copies or you want signed copies, you could reach out to me. You know, we can go around Bezos and uh, it and sounds scary to out. me,
0: though. I think there's listeners out there who would be like, I don't know that I want him to know me. Like, I don't know.
3: <laughs> like, <laughs>
0: like, there's this guy out there who knows all
5: this stuff. You know, is he a Knights Templar? I mean, who is he really? You know, well, my actually the Knights Templars is, is uh they have a big part of my third book. Yeah. I saw that. so do you follow
0: like the oak island mystery at all uh and any of that is there anything that's currently in in everyday life that you go aha see
5: no 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 i'm telling you these are these are these are conspiracies that you didn't know about and then you're going to become well aware of them especially the hidden codes in the bible yeah because the catholic church tells you not to listen to astrology it's in their catechism 2116 they tell you don't listen to astrology but I'm telling you, there's so much astrology in the Bible, and you're going to learn all of it if you read
2: my books. Yeah. Do, they, do you think they tell you not to listen to astrology because they don't want them to figure it out? Yes, that's exactly why.
5: Yeah, that's if I had a longer presentation, I could show with you guys how, how, how the Zodiac goes back 40,000 years to the Lascaux Caves in France, the cave paintings, and then mm-hmm. even further along through Egypt, through Israel, through um everything is that each each um sacred text are just astrology books
0: Mm -hmm. wow yeah i think all this is incredibly fascinating i think that that people should really uh check it out uh check it out uh michael thank has been our guest uh on the show uh michael thanks so much for stopping in we appreciate it
5: hey thanks guys appreciate it
2: all right it's a whole
0: new way to watch radio I don't I don't know why we're listening to Al Green.
2: I like Something Al Green. Rude.
0: Yeah, I definitely like Al Green.
4: Smooth transition.
0: That's what you were looking for.
4: Smooth transition. <laughs>
1: yes.
0: I don't know that we want to read about more conspiracies. Like like he says he says that there's there's a lot more. Thanks, Micah, for being on the show. He says that there's um <coughs> So many things you'll learn about that you didn't know about. And I already know of so many things. I don't know that I want more on the list. I'm just, just throwing that out there.
2: (laughs) Uh, Lee will read them. Yeah. I'm excited to read these. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'd love to know more.
4: I I don't think Dennis, you should read them, but that's because I know you and I don't think that's really a good idea for you.
2: Right.
0: (laughs) No, You're probably,
4: that's that's all I'm saying.
0: Right,
3: right yeah i kind of want to see what he looks like
0: well he has a facebook page uh we're friends now so you can go take a look at that uh okay, we did, gotta do this we did post a link on our facebook page and our twitter as well uh and it goes to the first book on amazon and when you find that first book you can find all the other ones now three of the books are out um and there's three more to come so he's He's busy writing and he was right to say, I did, I did check into it. Um, His, his books are doing incredibly well. And a lot of folks are reading them. Um, So he's on quite a few bestseller lists. Um, But it's interesting. That's, that's for sure. I don't know, you know, the conspiracy theory, he, he calls them conspiracy theories and that's become such a bad phrase for some real life things. You know, UFOs were a mm-hmm. conspiracy theory, you know, and now we're finding out the UFOs. So, you think. so I think, um, but that's my point is that um, they're really not conspiracy theories. It's really real life. And he tells a lot of stories from the vantage point of this is real life. So it, it's, it's definitely very interesting.
4: I still don't I think like I it. I... Them. I'm just saying, don't read them, Dennis.
3: Does that mean he can listen to like an audible version? Oh,
4: oh, god, no, Sam. You know what we're gonna have to deal with if he does that.
0: (laughs) I kind
3: of want to listen to it in my car. Yeah, while I'm
1: going to sleep.
0: Oh, I don't know that you want to. If you listen to some of the stuff while you're going to sleep, I mean, you're putting that kind of into
4: your subconscious. You're gonna start dreaming about that stuff. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna get a two a.m. phone call from that one if he if he (laughs) listens to it. I'm just saying, two a.m. He's like, "Help, Debbie! Help! I listened to."
0: fine. It might it's going to be a problem. Yep. Hey, thanks again, Michael Dank, author. Uh, again, Beneath the Veil, uh, Into the Rabbit Hole, is book one. Book two is The Secret Weapon, and book three is The Sacred Stones, all part of the series, Into the Rabbit Hole. Coming up after the break, uh,
2: Weird People,
0: uh, and just a whole lot more. We're packed a whole lot into the show. Stick around.
2: Find us online at Pornhub.com Sorry, wrong site. Find us online at DennisGeorgeShow.com.
1: Hey there, catch us 24-7 on social media. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Good Pods. On Alexa and Google Assist, say, Play Dennis George Show Podcast."
4: If you have a question or comment, send us an email at podcast at Show.com. or if you're just looking for a date. If we read your question or comment on the show, we'll send you a Dennis George Show t-shirt. That's podcast at Show.com. Now back to the show.
0: So I was, uh, <laughs> you know, we look for weird people news and sometimes it's just, there's so much, there's an abundance of it. Uh, so we kind of jump around a little bit, but uh, this week, um, a gentleman has created one ring to rule them all. This is a diamond ring. Uh, if diamonds are a girl's best friend, then what are 12,628 diamonds? Thanks to Indian jeweler Hashat Banzai. I'm sure I'm pronouncing bonzo. Uh, Some lucky lady may soon find out. bonzo broke the world record for the most diamonds in a single ring. That's 12,638 diamonds doesn't say how many carrots so did it yeah uh so it weighs over six ounces and he that's the funny thing is i i did a search and doesn't tell us what the carrots are um nor does he say when they when he was asked what it's worth he says it's priceless but i did find the previous world record of seven thousand diamonds which is about half was worth 4.9 million so maybe this ring's worth about $10 million, I guess. I don't know. But again, a diamond has different grades and different degrees of worth. Right. So uh, it's kind of hard to find out. The Marigold Ring, by the way, um, is what it's called. And we posted a, um, this is great. So we put it on our Facebook page and I wanted to read some of these comments uh, because a lot of listeners, have made comments over the week about about this ring in anticipation of us putting this on the show. Uh, and what I asked everyone was, Would you wear this thing? You can see a picture of it on our Facebook page because it's um, the thing is huge, I, it takes up literally the entire surface of your back of your hand. So I've asked people, You know, would you wear this? Uh, John Hamilton says, Can you say dislocated knuckle? Which is quite true. I think about it, it's ways almost half a pound so you're right. carrying this around on on your hand um someone said brass knuckles for the rich many people <laughs> said they would not wear it uh Mari short said she would definitely wear it um uh lots of no lots of absolutely not people said a couple people said it was ugly it is kind of ugly it's sort of yeah, it looks yeah for some, yeah somebody can't see it it's very gray uh, one one listener pointed out that it was probably poor lighting, that if you if you, if you put it out in the sunlight, it might really shine and you'd be able to see it quite differently.
1: It would get caught on an Angora sweater.
4: It, <laughs> <laughs> it would get caught on more than Angora. That thing is ginormous. Yes. Gregory, I, I think the lighting is very bad for the pictures that, that we have.
2: Um, yeah. no, I, I
4: feel like it would be prettier if the light the be... There's one picture where it's an above the the ring, and I think if there was better lighting, I think it would look better. But I'm I'm with you guys. I don't I don't think I don't find it very attractive, yeah. honestly. Yeah, he tried to design it like
0: a flower. Uh, it's got eight rings uh, in the inside the flower. itself. by the way, the jeweler is 25 years old. Now I just want to know, it's ten million dollars in a ring. I this this guy clearly is wealthy, uh, or I, I don't know, but it sure sure sounds like a whole lot of money. That's for sure.
2: Hey, at $10 million, he's only got to sell one.
0: That's true. But he doesn't point. want to sell it. He says he doesn't want to sell it, actually. Right. He says it's priceless, and he's he doesn't want to sell it. I'm guessing he broke the world record, and he's going to dismantle it and, and move on. But I don't know. They don't, mm. they don't speculate about it. Uh, blood waters. Mystify a Japanese town officials in the historic city of Kyoto, Japan were baffled this week when their beautiful riverside mysteriously changed from its typical blue hue to a violet red. Around 2:30 on Wednesday, locals strolling around the Kamagola River began reporting that a section of the water uh, had a disturbing tinge to it. Upon inspection, officials traced the blood-colored liquid, liquid to a sewage pipe. They collected samples to try to find out what the source, but apparently it turned just a huge, huge section of this river red. It's quite weird.
1: That's just more popular. It happens more frequently than people think, really.
0: Yeah, chemical dumping, but there are well, most- some people who are speculating that it's you know, a sign from the gods that this is end of days, uh, you know, and this is this is a uh, uh, you know the beginning of the end is when the rivers and the
1: waters start turning red. It's more about uh, red mate, tide, though, and algae bloom. I was about to right. say,
2: I think this is probably like an algae bloom. Like there was something in the in the pipe that you know the red algae just fed off of and exploded. Right. What if yeah. it? What if the river just lost its virginity?
4: She became oh, a first woman. Period. <laughs> she, she became a woman. I'm just saying. She became a woman.
2: It was a heavy flow day. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I got <you>. her.
4: <laughs> so wrong. So wrong. Stop so it. So
2: wrong.
0: I, another bizarre story. Rage-fueled rodents on a rampage. Residents in Queens, New York, have a new reason to stay home as aggressive squirrels have begun to wreak havoc on the Rego Park neighborhood. It's been a few weeks since the squirrels began viciously attacking residents We're simply going about their business. Apparently these uh, squirrels uh, show attacks of rodents latching onto people's hands, legs, pants, legs, arms. Um, Apparently it's gotten so out of control that this is dozens of attacks that have been reported. Uh, The city uh, has hired a trapper, uh, but apparently the squirrels are not taking the baits. They're still attacking people. Um, and the city says, don't worry about it, it'll all be fine. Of course, the neighbors are all saying the city should take it a lot more seriously than they are um because they say it's a matter of public safety. I gotta admit if I lived in a neighborhood and the squirrels were starting to attack people randomly, I I don't know, I would just sort of question everything at that point. I would just I be like, like the hey, rats
1: in New York City, you know when, right
0: it's, yeah, yeah and, and they, lack when, of food. It's, it's true. We had a story a couple weeks ago where the rats have become, overridden that they're they're coming out of everywhere because the restaurants are closed. Right. So the rats don't have any place to go. So they're looking for food. Maybe the squirrels are doing something similar.
1: Why Why don't they just hire tails? Why don't they just hire
3: a whole bunch of hunters? And then after they shoot a whole bunch of them, then they could have a, a squirrel stew festival.
0: Squirrel stew festival. Is squirrel meat something that anyone has ever heard of people consume? Yes. 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 People shoot yes. Them and eat yeah.
3: Them yeah. course.
2: Really? Now,
0: yeah. Uh-huh.
2: My favorite part is life lesson. This <laughs> is when the government says don't panic. All right. Rule number one when the government says don't panic, panic. panic. <laughs>
4: <Right>. <laughs> so, okay. So, my question would be were these people at some point or somebody in that neighborhood actually feeding the squirrels? Right. That led them to the point where the squirrels were expecting humans to be giving them food. And now that they're not being given food anymore, that's why they're they're raging at this point. That would be something I would be curious to find out.
2: That, would, that could make sense, too. Right. Like a squirrel version of Rage Against the Machine.
4: Exactly. Exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> well, that's what I got with word people. Uh,
4: Debbie, you got a top 10 list for us this week. I do. I do. We have a top 10 list of weight loss myths. Now, I, I have been through a lot of diets. I've done a lot of stuff. I work, I try to work out regularly, blah, blah, blah. You know, all that right. stuff. So most of this I've read about and, and, and seen. So it, it's always good to revisit these though. I'll be the first to tell you. So the first myth is skipping meals to lose weight. Serving your body is not an answer. It actually sends your body into a, I'm going to save everything that you next put into me because it's afraid yeah. you're going to starve. So it actually throws your body into a bad cycle. Uh, Myth number two, all calories are equal. So if you haven't figured this out yet- They're not? No, no, I know, Sam. Life lesson, Sam, life lesson. (laughs) So the the example that, that was given in this top 10 list is a cookie and a banana have about equal calories, but the sugars in the cookie- actually react with your body in a different way than the banana does because there are some natural sugars in a banana right so the cooking bites your blood sugar <clears throat> causing you to crave more sugar but the banana is a high fiber and gives you other nutrients that your body needs mm. so calories are not created equally
3: sugar is like cocaine it is so addicting
4: but it's so good.
1: If you really if you really need if you really need <laughs> sugar and you need and you really want it in a good farm, have a date. It's high in sugar, but it, it it's metabolized differently than granular sugar.
4: And there Oh, they're I thought we, we were fiber. talking
1: about an actual person a yeah, date. So was I. I was <laughs> like, well, all you, right. If you have a honey, you could do that too.
4: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so myth number three is that you have to starve yourself to lose weight. And that's again, goes back to the whole skipping meals. That's it, Starving your body is not a good way for your body to actually get to the point where it's losing weight. Again, because your body yeah. goes into shock mode and it says, all right, you've starved me and now everything that you put into me, I'm going to store because we need to survive. And it's it's just a bad, bad way to be. I can uh, one, eating- of the,
2: uh, one of the best diets I've ever been on, actually, once I've never eaten so much. It was just, you know, eating clean food.
4: Right. Yeah. And
2: smaller meals more often.
4: Yeah. Yeah. And that's a lot of people are going towards that with, you know, you have five small meals a day. And so you're just not eating large quantities as you would have during the three meals a day, you know, and all that. I
3: think there's also something to be said that a, a lot of people, you know, hear about people that are anorexic, which is basically starvation mode on steroids. And that's super unhealthy. But people feel like, well, anorexic people are so skinny. If I just skip some meals, that's going to, that's going to help do it. And it's just so wrong.
4: Right. Right. And every body type is different too. So what works for one True. person from a dining and, and menu perspective will not necessarily work for anybody else. Yeah. So, you know, you've got to bear all that in mind. Everybody's different and there's not one magic bullet for all this stuff. True. It's just how it plays out. Uh, So myth number four, eating at night makes you gain weight. So again, everybody's different. How people process food with their their metabolisms, everything is just, you know, functions differently. So eating at night does not make you gain weight, depending on your your, who you are, how you process food
3: and what you're eating. And if you
1: work a night shift.
4: True. Very true. Yeah. So for people with the swap day, I did at one point work a night shift. And it was an 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. shift. And so I my eating habits were just bonkers because, you know, my day was my night. It was just crazy.
3: I bet that was Uh, really hard to get used to eating that on that schedule.
4: Oh, it was uh, it was definitely difficult, if only because of the fact that after I would work the fourth 11 p.m. to 7 a.m., I would then go in and work a three to 11. So I would sleep for basically half a day and then go in and work another eight hour shift. That's crazy. Uh, So yeah, it was, it was, it was, I was quite young at that point and it was easier to adjust. Could not, your body can handle
3: it. Yeah.
4: Could definitely not do that now. That's for sure. Uh, skipping breakfast helps lose weight. That's, that's not true. It's all about balance. It's all about, you know, measuring what you're doing and making sure you're not overeating, eating the right things, all of that stuff. So cutting the fat now, I'm not saying that cutting the fat is a bad thing, but you can't get fat out of your diet completely because your body actually needs fat. So there's good right. fat, bad fat. Avocados, if you like avocados, highly recommend them. Just made something with avocados, a chicken avocado casserole. It's pretty good. Tablespoon um, of oil. Uh,
1: coconut oil or olive oil. Yeah, mm-hmm.
4: yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Um, <clears throat> cutting out the carbs. So, again, it's all about balance. Your body does need carbs on a daily basis. Fruits and veggies do have some carbs. Uh, there are simple carbs like cookies, cakes, and sodas. Bad. Right. <coughs> Excuse me. Very bad. Awesome. You want um, like carbs. carbs. Yeah. Well, that's the goes back to the whole sugar thing, too. Right. <laughs> whole grain. Read your ingredient list. Pay attention to what you're eating. So, uh, cutting out the gluten. Now, granted, there are people out there who do actually have gluten sensitivities,
0: right.
4: <coughs> excuse me, but it, there's a lot of hype about it. So I think I think it's gotten a little more uh, press and a little more uh, importance than it actually should. So just pay attention and des- check out your entire diet before you just start blaming. Again, honest to goodness, people out there do have gluten sensitivities, but just, you know,
1: I don't think I have much of a gluten sensitivity, but I did find out when I do a lot of gluten and I'm sitting for a while in the evening and I get up, my knees hurt. When I cut down on my gluten, that goes away because it's inflammation is what that's causing.
4: Yes, yes. And one thing I will tell you that I found out, I read an article about tomatoes and the seeds and the skin have a chemical in them that actually are really bad for arthritis. So I really, I started, yeah, I, <clears throat> if I could remember the name of the chemical, I would tell you what it is. I know it starts right. with the T. That's the extent of what I got right now. Cause I read the article a few months back. Not uh, so that's one me. thing that I, yeah, right. <laughs> I, I don't get me wrong. I still eat tomatoes cause I love uh, tomatoes, me too, but too. at this now I am, if I'm making something at my house, if I'm doing something myself, I am peeling and eating the tomatoes before I eat them. Cherry tomatoes too. Pardon me?
1: Cherry tomatoes also?
4: I I'm assuming it's every tomato. I I mean,
1: do you peel and did you peel cherry tomatoes before? No, no,
4: I I don't use cherry tomatoes usually. (laughs) I don't usually use cherry tomatoes. I'm using the regular class aroma.
3: (laughs) I remember whenever the gluten-free like started getting really huge and everything, and I was down in New Orleans, and there was a customer that was looking for a gluten-free something right and they couldn't really find anything so she decided that she was going to order a hamburger and they were like well do you want to have the bun and she was like well yeah I want the bun and I'm like that's the gluten lady Uh, yeah like I was just like oh my god
4: well I will tell you that I uh used to play organized volleyball with a it was a women's team And there were two women who had the gluten allergy. And so Uh I found, I used to make chocolate chip cookies for the entire team. And that's what we would eat during the day. But when I found out that they had this, this allergy that I, Buckeyes, which are peanut butter balls are Uh gluten-free, naturally gluten-free. So that's what I started making was I would still make the chocolate chip cookies, but I would also make the Buckeyes for them as well. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So, that. just just a little tip for any any people that need to be gluten free: eat Buckeyes. If you need something sweet, eat Buckeyes. I love this. Yeah, uh, diet soda helps helps you lose weight. Well, I think we all know that that's really not true. Uh, so the the synthetic so sugars, much sugar in it. Yeah, the synthetic sugars are not good for your body. And I'll take a big mac, two large fries, a chocolate
0: shake, and. To make diet sure I don't gain soap. any weight,
3: I want a diet soda. Diet and I want a diet soda. Yeah, it's, it's so okay, funny. Now.
4: So <laughs> another little fun fact, and I don't know if this is true anymore, but when I was in school and I had to take home ec, my home ec teacher told us that there was more salt in their milkshakes than there were in their French fries at McDonald's. Now, wow. things could have changed because mm. that was a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Right. Right but just a little, little fun fact there. And the last myth I have in here is that juice cleanses work. So the issue with a lot of juice cleanses is that they're high in fructose. So a a high amount of sugars in the juices that you use to do the cleanse. And that's really, that's really not, it is not, not, not beneficial at all. So what I say is, and you know, granted, I am by no means any type of guru when it comes to this stuff, but everything in moderation and you need to treat yourself occasionally too, because if you right. spend your time eating salads or just chicken and rice, you're going to start having those cravings. So just moderation and don't, you know, don't go out and get crazy all the time, but have your moments. Go enjoy yourself. Have the big burger with the bacon and the cheese. And I'm really hungry today too, so I apologize. <laughs> yeah. Like, totally sometimes it frustrated. helps.
3: Sometimes <clears throat> it helps put your body into shock if you. If you kind of plateaued to have like, no, you don't go out and get a Big Mac and the large, you know, supersize it and everything. But if you go get a Happy Meal, you can get your craving for your McDonald's, but it kind of helps reset your system.
4: Right, right. So don't starve yourself. Just be smart and everything in moderation. And don't give up on the sweets because I have a huge sweet tooth too. So we can't give up on sweets. And I love love
0: chocolate. If if I'm looking for a uh, a cleanse, I'm going to go with
1: the Chipotle colon blow.
3: Oh, but you know, along, Chipotle along is your, so good.
1: Right. Along with this list of stuff, mindful eating is something that people don't do. They eat their food too fast. So you mm-hmm. don't do what your mom used to say, chew your food 30 times. Right. And if you actually do that, you'll be the slowest person at the table. And you'll find out what you really don't like. Because when you chew your food up really well, processed <laughs> foods taste terrible. Yeah, it's true.
4: So when, anyway. when during the holidays when I was home and my brother was there as well, at one point, the three of us, my mother, my brother, and myself, were sitting at the table eating, and my brother started to choke on something. And my mother looked at him and she said, I told you you need to chew your food. And I said, 20 <laughs> to 25 times. We're off.
2: Yeah. None of you bothered <laughs> to help him just were lecturing was, him. All right. He was
4: making Mitchell, he was making noise. So he was fine. He was still getting air. It was good. It was fine.
2: You were just gonna let it play
4: out. <laughs> he wasn't choking. He just uh, you know, little Maybe I. In. Maybe you're I right. need to maybe I need to get a food chewer. I'm sorry.
0: What? Maybe I need to get a food chewer. Someone will chew the food for me. And yeah, throw it in your mouth like you're a, a bird.
1: Saturday right. right. There and, like that on Saturday Night Live, remember?
0: Right, right. Then transfer
4: it over.
1: Like that, uh-huh.
4: <laughs> you're, you're, making <laughs> you're making my Ew. eye
3: Disgusting.
0: <laughs> you're making
4: my right. eye twitch. Stop. <laughs> you're making my eye twitch.
0: Uh Debbie, thanks for the top ten list. Uh we appreciate it. Coming up after <laughs> the break drug side effects with Mitch. These are drugs that have um, side effects that I think they might dwarf the, uh, the reason for taking the drug, but uh, stick around. We'll be right back. It's a whole new way to watch radio.
2: The Dennis George show continues after this.
4: Have you all heard of good pods? Check it out because it's so good. It's a one-stop app for finding podcasts and sharing them with friends. You get it on the Apple Google Play Store. It's like Goodreads or Instagram or Twitter, but for podcasts. You can follow friends and influencers and see what they're listening to. GoodPod saves you from ever having to search to find interesting podcasts to listen to. And don't forget to follow Dennis George Show. We're on there. Simply search Dennis George Show Good Pods on the app and Google Play Store.
2: Hey, this is Mitch from The Dennis George Show. If you have a question, comment, new sexual position, things I should do with Dennis's mom, or looking for a date, or even looking for a date with Dennis's mom, send us an email at podcast at com. If we read your question or comment on the air, we'll send you a t-shirt. That's podcast at com. And now, back to the show.
0: Well, we're back. <laughs> Uh, Mitch, you
4: sound so excited. (laughs) Well, I kind
0: of thought Mitch would just sort of pick it up, you know, and and just kind of run with it, but he kind of had this look on his face like, Where am I?
2: Like, (laughs) sorry, (laughs) I was, (laughs) I'm waiting for your cue. This is the Dennis George show. I'm waiting for you to be like, Take it away, Mitch. And now here's to Mitch (laughs) with the side effects of the week. So,
0: we all see these commercials on TV where they talk about, Do you have so and so? And then they mention the drug and, there's, and then and then they spend the next 20 seconds of the 30 second commercial telling you all of the side effects. And by the end of the commercial, you're thinking, I don't really want all those side effects. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll keep the arthritis or I'll keep whatever it is I'm trying to fix. So Mitch right. has Mitch is going to give us uh, each week a different example of a drug and its side effects. Uh, Then we can decide whether or not we were willing to take the drug (laughs) to fix it. Mitch, what do you got?
2: (laughs) So, with several drugs, there is a side effect of um, unusual urges for gambling, sex, binge eating, and shopping.
0: I don't need a drug for that. I don't see that's a problem. Yeah, I don't need a drug. I don't need to take a drug for any of that. I'm just saying, I've already got those side effects.
2: (laughs) So, uh, uh, and a couple of these drugs are actually Requip, which I actually take for restless leg syndrome. Is that uh, what Requip is? Yeah, it's, um, it's, yeah, it's, it just calms your head for restless leg syndrome. And then also another one that causes this is a Abilify, which is an, an antidepressant. And then there's a Parkinson medication called uh, carbidop- Carbidopa. Yeah. That also um, has been known to have the side effect as well. But I, I'm trying to decide. I mean, it's like, you know, you either don't sleep at night or you lose the house on QVC and at the casino.
3: (laughs) Well, you could win at the casino.
0: Yeah. So your choices are sleeplessness uh, or uh, you take requip and you'll have urges of sex and gambling and shopping. Yeah. And I mean, even
2: with the antidepressant, it's like, you know, you don't take it and you get more depressed or if you take it and you just get depressed because all you're doing is shopping and eating and going to the casino.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Uh, antidepressants. Um, you may have worsening uh, signs of uh, uh, suicide. Oh yeah. That sounds like it's really going oh, yeah, to like really be helping me.
1: <laughs> You know, it's you combine funny. all three together and do. Uh, I don't get edible panties on Amazon. Oh my God!
4: See, <laughs> <laughs> look, Denny G just ties it all together there. Look at that go! <laughs> right,
3: that's right. Making oh a real God. good time.
0: Oh my God! Yeah, I, uh, I don't, I don't know that. Um, what were you saying, Sam? That there's one that makes you more suicidal. Like, why would you want to take a yeah. drug? Yeah, like an antidepressant.
3: Yeah. A lot of antidepressants, like they say that you can have worsening symptoms of uh, worsening thoughts of suicide. I and I'm that, like, that isn't that, that, that counterproductive?
0: Like, yeah, that means it's not working.
2: Is that just a CYA, though, for them?
0: Oh. So that, like, you
2: know, this drug is not a miracle drug. It's not going to fix your whole problem. So they don't get in a situation where, hey, I was taking Abilify. Or my husband right. was taking Abilify and still, you know, tried to hurt himself. Right, yeah. right. Or what about the ones
3: that are like, the ones that are like, if you take this antidepressant, you may have, um, you may have diarrhea. Oh, so I'm gonna be on a toilet, depressed because I have diarrhea. No, you won't be.
4: You won't be depressed anymore because you're taking the drug. You'll be so happy on the toilet.
3: (laughs) It's like a circle of life
0: or something. I don't know. Why are you Why are you singing in there on the toilet? Because I'm not depressed.
4: If you're happy, (laughs) then you know it. Clap your hands.
2: If you're happy and you know it, shut your drawers. Oh my God.
5: Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, well, thank you,
0: Mitch. I, uh, I, I, I think, thank you. I don't know. Thank you, Mitch. <laughs> uh, listener email. we got a whole bunch of email, but one, I just wanted to read from Lisa uh, C from California writes. She says, quote, I just discovered the show. I was in hospital last week. Uh, stayed up late listening. It's been a tough time for me and my family with COVID. I was in the ICU for weeks and they Aww. say, laughter helps you heal. You all really helped me smile and heal. I had, a oh, great, yay. I had a great giggle out of it. And I look forward to every show uh, during recovery and beyond. I love the aura of senselessness and goofy fun. That's from Lisa. Oh, Thank you, Lisa. Aww. 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 Thanks, Thanks Lisa. Lisa. I hope you get better soon. Yeah. Yes. COVID stay starts. on the mending and again if you want to uh, if you want to write us it's podcast at dennisgeorgeshow.com and if we read your email or comment question on the air we will send you a dennis george show t-shirt uh so lisa c you've got one coming your way and we hope that you continue to be well uh and continue to listen mm-hmm. as well uh that's it for today's show everyone um any parting words we don't really have a, a, a apology list do
4: we debbie I was going to just say, we offended no one in this show. One. Have, wait, one, who, oh, do who do we offend? One. Who, who do we get?
3: Richard Gear.
4: Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, That's My true.
3: bad.
0: That's true. I,
3: I was looking at this list. I mean, I wrote Richard Gere down really early, and I'm like, I don't have anybody to apologize Nobody to. Nobody else.
4: I, what have we done? I feel yeah. like we aired somewhere in the show that we don't have more apologies to hand out. Yeah, but <laughs> but We
3: were really good say. today.
0: We promise to have more people to apologize to next week.
2: Yay. <laughs> Yay.
0: <laughs> all right. Thank you all for watching and we will catch you next week. See you later. Bye-bye.
5: bye, bye. Love y'all. Take care. Thanks for watching.